The Story of Christmas Day 14 The Beans, or The Background Refresher Zechariah, an older priest, saw an angel who told him that even though they were well beyond their childbearing years, he and his wife Elizabeth would have a baby, and that baby was to prepare the way for the promised Messiah. John the Baptist was that baby. And more than that, the prophets Malachi and Isaiah some 400 and 700 years before Jesus and John's births both prophesied about him, coming to prepare the hearts and minds of the Jewish people to be able to receive Jesus as the promised Messiah. The verse, Matthew chapter 3 verses 1 through 11, John the Baptist prepares the way. In those days, John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea and saying, Repent! For the kingdom of heaven has come near. This is he who has spoken of you through the prophet Isaiah, a voice of one calling in the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord, make straight paths for him. John's clothes were made of camel's hair, and he had a leather belt around his waist. His food was locust and wild honey. People went out to him from Jerusalem and all Judea and the whole region of the Jordan. Confessing their sins, they were baptized by him in the Jordan River. But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to where he was baptizing, he said to them, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the coming wrath? Produce fruit in keeping with repentance, and do not think you can say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. I tell you that out of these stones God can raise up children for Abraham. The axe is already at the root of the tree, and every tree that does not produce good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. I baptize you with water for repentance, but after me comes one who is more powerful than I, whose sandals I am not even worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. Nestine, what does this mean to me and how can I apply it to my life today? Repent. What does that mean? By saying repent, he is essentially saying to give up those things, sins, that keep you trapped in an unhappy and unhealthy life. I, for example, can hang on to hurtful words and let them turn into resentment or anger. Those feelings never make me feel good or truly happy. So John would say, well, then, get rid of those bad feelings. Let it go so Jesus can give you peace and happiness instead. I mean, we can all relate that it never feels good to be angry, resentful, jealous, etc., right? Sin doesn't feel good. Jesus is the better option. Who were the Pharisees and the Sadducees? We're just scratching the surface with these guys, but they were the religious leaders of the day who had become extremely snobby, arrogant, and entitled. But they're religious leaders. How could they be bad? The laws of the Old Testament were given to Moses and Abraham thousands of years before with the purpose of keeping people connected to God. These religious leaders were tweaking and manipulating the religion to the point that it was impossible to uphold and actually live out if you were not one of them. This elevated themselves to be better and holier and mightier. This made religion keep people away from God instead of drawing them closer to the God, which is the exact opposite of what the rulers, the rules were intended for. So to sum it up, these religious leaders 
had become more concerned with status, consequently keeping God's people down, than they were with about connecting the people to God. They felt that because they belonged to an elite family line, Abraham's children mentioned in the verse, they felt that they were something special and they alone belonged to God's family. In preparing people to accept Jesus, John is really trying to highlight how wrong they were and that everyone should prepare their hearts, making room for Jesus by getting rid of the bad things in their life because Jesus was coming for all people. I hate talking about sin, especially teaching about it, because I've had that word used in such a negative way throughout my life. I like to give people the hopeful, joyful, peaceful Jesus and kind of shove sin out of the way. I'm wrong. What happens when I protect people from hearing about sin and instead just keep throwing lovable teddy bear Jesus at them, well, it actually prevents them from truly connecting with the lovable teddy bear Jesus that I know and love. Because he can't give us peace when we're consumed with anger, no matter how deserved or righteous that anger may be. Think about times when you've been jealous, angry, manipulative, vengeful. Do those feelings ever make you feel good? No, because they're not healthy. And you can pray till the cows come home, asking God to give you peace. Please speak to your heart and comfort you. But if you're clinging to those sins in your life, there's just not room for his goodness. It's not fun. Sometimes it hurts. Sometimes it makes you feel bad. But change is hard. If you truly want to change, if you truly want to know this Jesus you keep hearing about, then you need to do some work. What sins are you clinging to? What from your past is haunting you? Take some time alone, and it may take a while, but ask him to help you identify those things, to help you figure out how to let them go, and then move on. And please, please reach out to me if you need any help, or if you simply want one more person praying for you.